Welcome to In Off the Bench, a weekly look at all things football. We take a close look at high school football, college football, and professional football. I'm David Lovejoy. I'm Caleb Collins. And tonight, we're joined by a panhandle legend, a guy (laughs) that knows his stuff about high school football, Mike Roden, and Friday Night Lights appears right here every Friday night on KGNC. Nick Long and Mike put together a program that is probably the most extensive and accurate Friday night sports show in this area. All those high school teams from about Big Springs all the way north, they cover it from 1A all the way to 6A. Mike, thank you for being here and off the bench. I appreciate the opportunity. Sure do. Good to good to join you guys here. Thank you, sir. We really appreciate it. Now, it was a strange week. Let, 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 let's be honest about that. Uh, Caprock. Uh, who's had a rough season this year, a playoff contender, they're out. Coronado beat them. There was a, a thing about 13 points, I think, Caleb. Yeah, needed to win by 13, I think, and uh, didn't come close. That, that was over a long time <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, another big surprise, uh, Tascosa went down and took – or Friendship came to visit Tascosa. They took them out. That secured a playoff berth for – uh, the Rebels, uh, one of the strangest things, though, is a team that Caleb and I both thought was going to dominate that district. They, they, you know, in the early season, they put a beating on everybody, and they lost three games in a row. That's the Canyon Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave up a loss to Pampa. Uh, Mike, you've, you've been on this high school scene all season. What's going on in Canyon? Well, you can pretty much sum it up in one word, and that's injuries. And that makes such a difference, uh, especially this time of the year. And unfortunately for Canyon, uh, they suffered um, a couple of real key injuries in the Andrews game. It was their final non-district contest right before the open date and then the start of district play. And they lost their starting quarterback and their starting running back Mm. to injuries in that game. The running back out for the year uh, with a torn uh, ligament in his knee. The quarterback had a tendon issue. And uh, he may miss the rest of the season as well. They were hoping to get him back for the playoffs. But I don't think he's going to be able to play this week. And so, and then we talking with Coach Blake Bryant of Canyon uh, found out, uh, in fact, just today that they've had a total of eight starters out in the last wow. few weeks. So that that just makes such an impact, yeah. even on mm-hmm. a school uh, in the four A level. Yes, yeah. uh, just mm-hmm. injuries uh, can really do that to a team. And even though the guys they've had others step up and they've played well, uh, the three games they lost in district uh, all were by a touchdown right, or right. less. And so mm-hmm. it's not like they're still. You know, not like they're playing badly, but um, just haven't been able to get over the hump and win one of those district games against uh, three other very good teams. Right, and uh, the big showdown we thought in that was going to be Canyon and Dumas, and uh, you know, like you said, they only get lost by seven points to Dumas. Uh, the loss to Hereford was surprising, and then of course Pampa, we didn't see that one coming. Uh, but so they limp into the playoffs a little bit. Also this week. Herford and Dumas squared off, and uh, the Demons look great. Dumas is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really are. Their defense is one of the best around uh, in any classification this season. Uh, that's the primary reason. They've gone 10-0, but the offense is is almost as good as well. They've won uh, games this season by, uh, you know, they, they had one game that was 7 to nothing, which tells you a little bit about their defense. Mm-hmm. But the offense has been able to get it done as well and has continued to improve. They have a lot of weapons, and they are the real deal. So to be interesting to see how long of a playoff run they can go on yeah it surprised me kind of we were we were watching the same district last year as a matter of fact and it surprised us when Hereford wound up 
going further in that district than anybody else, it always seems like Dumas is the team to beat. And I know David really enjoys watching games like that because how often now in this state – do we see offenses run everything right, most right, of the right. time? Sure. But, uh, it's good seeing a team that, that focuses on defense again. And, yeah, it's there's nothing wrong with games like that. Seven nope. to nothing games, it's always a fun contest. And, hey, you get to go home a little bit earlier, there too. There you go. As soon as in the pinball machine. Now, let, let's take a look. We'll, we'll run, run down. But Canyon was something I really wanted to get into because, like I said, all season mm-hmm. long, they were so dominant. They were just in their non-district schedule. Uh, and then, like I said, the injury bug caught up with them. And, and the great thing about it, though, four teams from that district go to the playoffs. And so they were pretty well set to go at the start of the season because it's a mm-hmm. four-team district. Right. So uh, we'll see, and maybe they'll do what uh, Herford did last year. Could be. The, the fourth team was the strongest team when it got to the playoffs, so that'd be interesting to look at. And, Mike, what do you what do you think their chances are against Decatur coming up Friday? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, Decatur's a powerhouse team. I mean, mm-hmm. they're ranked fourth in the state. Yeah. They're undefeated. Uh, but I think Canyon's got a shot in that one. Now they're going to have to play awfully well. Uh, and, again, they're doing it with some key injuries but they've not used as as an excuse and uh you know they they're they're well coached the eagles are and so i know that blake bryant his staff will have them ready to face a a, a very prolific offensive power in decatur so canyon's offense is really going to have to play well and Mm -hmm. be very opportunistic when they get their opportunities because you know decatur's going to score some points too yeah they're going to put up some points on the board now let's go to the 6a rounds uh, our only 6A team in this area, really, the Tascosa Rebels. A uh, little rough start. The, the surprise lost Emerald High this year uh, at the last-minute uh, loss. Uh, but, but Tascosa, they travel. They have had to hit the road a lot to get some tough teams in Midland, in Odessa. They took out friendship last year with that blue-chip uh, quarterback they got there. Uh, and they go get into the playoffs. They'll host Pebble Hills. Uh, what do you think about the Raiders this season? And going into Friday night, what do you think? Well, I think Tascosa is playing their best football at the right time of the year. Uh, as you said, they've they've uh, kind of been up and down a little bit through the course of the season, especially on def- defense. They had to had to really do some retooling on defense from that state semifinalist team last year. But they have hit their stride, and they played a great game against Friendship uh, all the way around, offense and defense. The, the offense was just unstoppable in that game, almost 500 yards all on the ground uh, as far as total offense goes. Joseph Plunk can run that offense wow. like nobody else. He is a machine back there. Yeah. And so uh, Tascosa taking on a 5-5 five and five El Paso uh, Pebble Hills team that they beat in the by-district round last year. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, probably Pebble Hills not quite the team they were last year. And so I think Tascosa is going to be able to win that one. Playing at home, they won't know what to do, not having to go on the road. Right. This yeah. one. So yeah. uh, hopefully they, they you know that won't mess them up. But no, <laughs> I, I think Tascosa has the potential here as you look at their part of the bracket to maybe get on another run here in the postseason. Wow. They did that really well last yeah. year. Oh, to man. credit they to them, did. I didn't see that coming last no, year. I don't, the think, I don't think a lot of people did. Yeah. 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 A lot of first uh, Division One players came off that team. King Daru is doing great things up in Purdue. Uh, Plonk. Uh, it's just a whole different animal at that quarterback position. And Tascos is really sort of a throwback. You know, with these spread offenses and throwing the ball around, they run sort of a, 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 a 
uh, a pistol veer type offense. Uh, quarterback's a key in that offense, and man, that key can pile up some yards. He's amazing. He yeah. really is. And, uh, you know, as they said, I don't remember the last time I saw a 6A division team in Texas not attempt to pass in a game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did drop back a couple of times and, and ended up getting sacked uh, twice, but no pass attempts wow. all on the ground. And it was it's amazing to watch. It wow. really is. Yeah. Now, uh, we go down to the 5A ranks, Emerald High. Once again, makes a playoff appearance. Uh, they took out Cooper last week, and they uh, I believe they're hosting a game this mm-hmm. week. And uh, who do they have, Mike? They've got El Paso Chapin, a 2-8 mm-hmm. and eight record overall this season for Chapin. Uh, Amarillo High at 0-2, and another team that's really hit their stride. Of course, they've been pretty good all year long since yeah. the Tascosa game. You mentioned yeah. that mm-hmm. one. Uh, you know, and they, uh, they have just really been improving, it seems like, week in and week out, um, especially, again, on the defensive side of the ball. And so Amarillo High is playing some great football right now, too. And I think they'll be, a, a, obviously, a heavy favorite at home against Chapin. Yeah. To see how they started the season. Yeah. And out and then yeah. in that district you always go through Abilene Cooper and sure. they right. I mean they took them out they won their district mm-hmm. that just blew my mind how yeah. well they've been playing this yeah. year too Cooper previously undefeated before yeah. that game mm-hmm. and and uh, state ranked and yeah. the Sandys said uh, doesn't matter to us yeah. they yeah. just came out yeah. and, and whipped them <laughs> and they really played well and beat Cooper for the second straight year in district play the last night of the season no uh, well that's of course my alma mater I went to Emerald High and uh, we used to say a rule back in the eighties. If we can get an El Paso team, we got a great shot. But if we have to go down to the basin and play a Midland Lee or an Odessa Permian, we kind of knew we had one playoff week left. So uh, <laughs> hopefully now, uh, with with both Emerald schools, Tascos and Emerald High, getting to play an El Paso school, hopefully that trend continues and yeah. they can take care of business and get to the next It round. has changed a little bit as far as El Paso teams. They have some really good programs down there nowadays, unlike past years, as you said, yeah. uh, when it used to be a cakewalk. Now, not to say that uh, Chapin is going to give Emerald High much of a test, I don't think, in this first round, but... Uh, yeah, Emerald High, uh, they can play with anyone just like Tascosa can, whether it's uh, Permian Basin teams or El Paso or Metroplex teams. I think we've proven that over the over the last few seasons. Now, uh, any other 5A schools that jump out at you? Well, you know, Randall has a, has a kind of a tough uh, assignment in their uh, first-round matchup. They're taking on Justin Northwest. But, you know, Randall, uh, they've lost they lost to Wichita Falls Rider in their uh, 5A Division II district, and they lost to Lubbock Cooper. But I tell you what, they threw a huge scare into the Cooper Pirates last week, mm-hmm. a team that's only lost one game all year long, that's state-ranked, top-ten-ranked team, and Randall very nearly beat them mm-hmm. last week. Uh, it went right down to the end of the contest before Cooper was able to score and win it. So Randall's gotten a little confidence over the last few weeks in the way they've played better than they did early on in the season, and so I think they'll be in the game with Justin Northwest there uh, in that contest. We'll see what happens, but uh, Randall went three rounds deep in the playoffs last mm-hmm. year. I think it's possible... Looking at that bracket, they could pop, possibly wow. do that again. Yeah, especially with a disappointing start to their season. They lost to their uh, uh, crosstown rivals, uh, school district rivals, Canyon. Uh, they lost to Admiral High, the Battle of Bell. And it's great to see them hitting a stride and playing good playoff quality football as we head into November. They've got some weapons on offense. It's just the consistency they haven't right. been able to find. Mm-hmm. But the last couple of games, they've played better on offense. Their defense has been pretty solid all season long. And so, you know, again, hopefully, uh, Randall, they had to go to Fort Worth in the first round of the playoffs last year, too, and right. ended up coming back with a win. So it's definitely within their capability, I think, to be able to, to uh, knock off Justin Northwest 
rest in the first round. Won't be easy, but uh, it should be a good game. Now, uh, last week I hosted uh, the Sports Drive on a Tuesday out at House Divided for Lance Lonard, and uh, I posed a question. I sent it out over Facebook, and I got a lot of responses. I grew up here in Amarillo, and I went to Travis, Whittier and Travis. I was supposed to go to PD. My brother went to PD. I have a lot of relatives and friends that are Paladour Dons. We ended up moving. I went to Emerald High, but I still have a soft spot in my heart, that north side pride of Palo Duro. And the question I ask folks is, what's wrong with the PD football program? 2014 was their last playoff uh, appearance. And this, when I was in school, I know Tasco's Emerald High was supposed to be the matchup. But the game of the year was always Emerald High and PD. Oh, they had great some great games down yeah. through the years. Yeah. Now, and you're, you've watched this sport across the Panhandle for years. What do you see wrong with that program at PD? Well, honestly, I see a head coach in Chris Fisher that is, in my opinion, a, a very good man for the job. He's a, he's a Paladuro product. Now, I will say, in these four seasons so far as head coach, uh, they've not produced as many wins as he and the administration would like. I mean, it's just obvious. But uh, he's teaching them not only football, but a lot of life lessons. He is that kind of coach. He's got that kind of staff. If you look at Paladuro, and people don't, don't realize this, I don't think, the demographics from the heyday of the mm-hmm. Dons yeah. has changed yes. dramatically mm-hmm. yeah. at Palo Duro. Yeah. And people don't don't think about that, but right. that makes a big difference. Yeah. Uh, the makeup of the school is totally different than it right. was yes. back in, um, in, again, in some so of their powerhouse days. I'll right. tell you, my, uh, my grandma went to PD. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, now they're down kind of where I am towards Umbarger. Yeah. It, everything in Amarillo and the whole area seems like it's just shifting down southwest. That's got to have some effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, uh, again, not to say that Paladero can't be uh, a, a better program and a stronger program in the future, and I hope they are, because I, mm-hmm. I really like Chris Fisher, and uh, I know he's a good man and a good coach, obviously. But, uh, you know, you want to see some more wins along the way, and I think that that would be coming. I, I want to say their their freshman team, I believe, was was very good this year and so you know there there are some good players just not as many as what they've had at paladero and i think a lot of it is is due to demographics yeah, of the school yeah, yeah. changing and, and community participation sure uh, you just don't see the level and that's across every high school sport now you don't see the level of participation uh with students especially football because of the cte scandal uh, and 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 kids have a lot more options entertainment mm, yeah. options now uh, but, you know, I'd love to see PD get back, and it's really uh, – Fisher's the guy in there. He's trying to make changes. Now it's time for that community to support him and get those kids out to play football. Now, across the Panhandle, some other games of interest in our area. Highland Park made the playoffs. Sure They're going to take on New Deal. River Road got in. They're going to take on Denver City. Uh, there's also uh, a big game, uh, Stanford Fritz. Stanford Fritz is going to take on Post. Uh, Perryton, we've talked about Perryton, uh, Caleb. Uh, they're taking on Greenwood, Dumas. Now, this is one we've got to take talk about here. Uh, had a great season all season and mm-hmm. been dominant in their district. What do you think about their playoff chances, Mike? Well, I think they're they're good. You know, last year, Dumas, if I, if memory serves me correct, I think they were upset in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it I was a shock right. yeah. to a lot of people because they had the same kind of district season that they are having this year and uh, were a heavy favorite in that game. Well, they play Wichita Falls Hershey. To me, that's a dangerous opponent for Dumas yeah. simply because Hershey has actually beaten Friendship this year. That's oh. a Hershey, a 4A school d- defeating Friendship, which is a 6A school. 
And I, a lot of people are still wondering how that happened, but <laughs> it was in Wichita Falls. So Hershey, even though they didn't finish that high in their district, they're a fourth seed, obviously. Um, but I think they're a dangerous opponent for Dumas. But this just seems to be a little different Dumas team right, this year. Right. The, uh, Coach uh, uh, Aaron Dunham has just got them playing at such a high level. I'll be really shocked if they lose that ball game in the in the first round. I think they're just that good of a team that even if they don't play well, I still think they can win that first round matchup. Other big games, uh, Hereford will take on Springtown. Uh, McLean and Happy square off. Friona's oh, had a that's good a rematch, isn't it? It is a rematch. We heard a little talk last time McLean and Happy played. Happy was feeling pretty good that they were ranked at the time and mm-hmm. said, we're going to take on the state champs and uh, didn't go so well. <laughs> yeah, they, they put a whole new hat we'll, on them, didn't we'll they? We'll put a pin in that one. That should be interesting for a little rematch. It should. What do you think of that matchup, Mike? Yeah, I mean, you know, McLean is just a, a powerhouse uh, team. Uh, last year's mm-hmm. state championship, and uh, they've proven uh, this season that they're they're good as well. Nine and one, only lost that one. They're ranked fourth in the state. I think they're going to be too much for the Cowboys again on this occasion. And we're looking uh, to the third round of the playoffs where uh, – a possibility we get number four McLean against number five Ira. Both of the, those wow. teams, yeah, that'd be uh, really really powerhouse. Now, Ira's yeah. undefeated, so yeah. that's kind of the, on the horizon. But first things first, you've got to take care of uh, the first <laughs> round to get there. So get that business take care of. And Bushland made the playoffs. They're yeah. looking strong. They really are looking good. Uh, they are ten and zero under head coach Jimmy Thomas, and have had a tremendous season. They play a one and nine Tornillo team, uh, which you know gets to the question of four teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. They yes. don't deserve yeah. it, and well, you know, maybe not, but that's a discussion for another time. But uh, nonetheless, Bushland a heavy favorite mm-hmm. in that ball game, and uh, the thing about Bushland's draw, though, is they have they're in the bracket with some very good teams in Region One of Three A Division One. Denver City just above them, which is nine and one. That's who River Road plays. That's a tough team. That's yeah. a, that's a tough yeah. team. Then below them in the br- bottom part of the bracket is number nine ranked Eastland, and then number one ranked Wa- Wall is also yeah, in this Wall. region. Wow. Yeah. So that is. Is a loaded yeah. part of the three A uh, Division One bracket. A wall always seems to make an appearance at this time of the year and into December uh, in Texas high school football. So that'll be an interesting matchup. Friona had a good year. They'll take on Anson. Clarendon takes on Rawls. Uh, White Deer's in. They'll take on Petersburg. One of my uh, family and friends I've had uh, down in that area. Panhandle made a strong showing. They take on Sundown. Sundown will go uh, to Panhandle, and uh, that ought to be a good game going on right there. You know, I think that's one of those that I'm going to see. This is the fun part about being in this area mm-hmm. for us, because Thursday and Friday at Kimbrough and Bivens, yeah. it's just going to be jam-packed. Football. You yeah. can go. It's you great. can go. <laughs> I mean, one ticket buys you two there or three games, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and you can go back the next day and do the same thing. Yep. I'll tell you what, I went to high school – South of Lubbock in Tahoka, which, by the way, we never made the playoffs. I don't know what happened <laughs> since I left, but suddenly they got good. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they're they going to be playing in Kimbrough on Friday. Groover, Don Groover, yeah. That's going to be a great game. That's yeah. going to be a fun yeah, game. Yeah, I'm going to have to go see that one. Yeah. But uh, I think I I may go watch the game before that, too, because I love Panhandle and what they've yeah. been able to do. Yeah. That's just a great all-around Tradition. school. And from going to school, high school in Tahoka – any team that beats Sundown is a friend of mine, so I'm hoping they can finally 
uh, put a whipping on Sundown. <laughs> we didn't like Sundown very much back then, you know. Didn't do too well. Sun, uh, sundown won everything. So I want I want to see Sundown be taken down a rung or two with that game. But, uh, yeah, it's a great time, a uh, great week for, for high school football because you can go watch three or four games. games. You yep. know, it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. There's two games that uh, we'll wrap up with. Uh, my favorite every year is Trafford. The Elks always play mm-hmm. a good quality football yep. Well, coach, I actually got a chance to meet their coach uh, this this uh, summer ago, and uh, just some really nice folks. They take on New Home. Uh, Stratford always has a strong playoff push. Can they cross that line? Can they make it to the big game this year, Mike? I wouldn't be surprised. I've already beaten, during the course of the regular season, a team which was ranked number one at the time, the Hamlin Pied Pipers. Mm-hmm. And Stratford, I mean, really made a statement in that ball game by yeah. whipping Hamlin. And so, uh, you know, Stratford looks really good. They're more of a passing team this wow. year than they've been. You know, we're used to grind and, yeah. and uh, what is it, ground, ground and pound, and pound. Yeah. Uh, yeah. with Stratford. Mm-hmm. But they can do both uh, this wow. time around, and that makes them even more dangerous. So, yeah, i got to like their chances against New Home for sure. They do have some some good teams in that part of the bracket. But, um, yeah, Stratford, I think, is one of those that has a chance to make a very deep playoff run. And yeah. talking about demographic changes, New Home, one of those that uh, watch them over the next 10 or 20 years because those guys are getting a lot of talent coming out of mm-hmm. Lubbock now. Absolutely. Wow. Being right there close to center, Lubbock. Yeah. Lubbock yeah. is moving further south. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. getting a lot bigger demographic right. than they used to. They might uh, We might start seeing them further and further into the playoffs. We might have to wait a little while. Well, they're, and, you know, they're, they're just, get there. They're, they've been now in the 11-man ranks just a couple of years. Right. And, and yeah. they're already mm-hmm. here. They are in the playoffs. And as you said, the growth continues. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's a team to definitely watch out for in the future. They're kind of mirroring uh, French. Friendship in their ride. A little bit, exactly. Yeah. Friendship was a low, small school, just a little mm-hmm. suburb of Lubbock, and then boom, they're in the sixth. And now, and Lubbock Cooper, kind of the same way yes, on that south much. part, yeah, south, yep. south side of Lubbock. So now, the big game, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this squad. The one we're looking for, if we could just say, uh, what is the old Diddy Green? Just name it. If you want to tell them that, it. Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> there's a guy, if there's a squad, uh, if you're going to crown them, you'd crown those guys. Uh, they play a great brand of football up in Canadian. They make their annual John into the playoffs, taking on bangs. Yeah, and Canadian is just, as you said, Canadian. They're, yeah. they're amazing. <laughs> that program just year in and year out. And they had some injury problems mm-hmm. earlier in the season. Nobody could tell it because they kept right. winning. Yeah. But they really did. They they lost a lot of starters this season to injury and overcame that. Now they're getting healthy and a huge favorite over Bangs in that, that ball game. They're ranked number one in the state, undefeated. And even though the Division Two, uh, the Region One bracket is pretty strong, uh, you know, there's the likes of number five Abernathy in Whoa. there, number six Cisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, that part of the bracket as well, uh, you know, everybody's mind, I think, it runs through Canadian. Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. that's where the path is. And uh, you're talking about Cisco. They'll take on Spearman on Thursday. Um, and so that'll be a pretty good matchup. Shamrock uh, is in. They'll play Windhorse, uh, Wellington, and Electra. West Texas, the Comanches, have had a decent season this year. They'll take on Olton. Mike, what do you think about West Texas? I like them. I, the Comanches, mm-hmm. as you said, have really uh, played well. They're 8-2 and two overall, and they had two non-district losses. We, we called it, uh, you know, Massacre's uh, Row or something like that in the non-district campaign because they just played great team after great team yeah. after mm-hmm. great team, and they won three of those first five yeah. games where they played some powerhouse 
powerhouse teams. And and so then they went through district play and uh, won the district title. So uh, they are having a terrific season. They're ranked, I believe, 10th in the wow. state coming in. And everybody kind of looking maybe to the uh, possibility of a third-round matchup between number 6 post, who's unbeaten, and, uh, and the Comanches. So we'll see if that materializes. But, yeah, definitely a, a great team this year for, for WTI. Uh, Caleb and I both show our age because sometimes we refer to the Comanches as Stanette. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what we well, they're still based in Stanette. Yeah, they yeah. still are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but a great season for those kids up there. Uh, Wheeler takes on Archer City. Uh, Post, you just mentioned, they'll take on Sanford Fritch. Uh, Perryton, that had an up-and-down season, they take on Greenwood. Uh, and so there's a lot of high school football action across the Plains this weekend. Uh, Friona, a t- team we've talked about a couple mm-hmm, of times. Yeah. They score off against Anson. Uh, Pampa is on G- Gainesville. Uh, so just tons. Vegas, Smyrna, uh, Childress, uh, Ballinger. Uh, Creston Groom, and then, of course, the alma mater there, Tahoka, takes on Groover. <laughs> I can't Where was that whenever I was going? To, isn't that the dangest thing? It always works out that way. I remember we went, we had an 0 and 22 streak, oh, I think, goodness. at Tahoka, Good and they Lord. were undefeated this year, taking wow. on Groover that made it to the state championship yeah. last yeah. year, and just uh bummer because an injury really made a big difference for them yeah. last year. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd like to see them turning around. And they've kind of struggled a little bit this year compared to last year, too. So yeah. uh, hoping to see a good game there Friday night. So, Mike, your opinion, who, who's going through? Who do you like <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Weekend? Well, uh, you know, I, we've talked about some of the teams. I mean, you look at uh, Canadian and Bushland. Uh, you know, I think they've got a great chance to, to go far in the playoffs. Stratford. And looking at uh, one you mentioned a few minutes ago in Class 2A, Division 2, II, Region 2. Most people look at Region 1 because we've got a lot of good teams in Region 1, yeah. including Stratford. But in Region 2, you've got number 4, Wellington, and number 8, Albany, number 5, Hamlin, number 9, El Dorado, and number 10, Wheeler, all in that Ooh, region. Wow. So that is a power-packed region. So, you know, I think Wellington has a good chance to, to go deep, but, um, you know, it, the road won't be easy. They're yeah. going to they're yeah. gonna earn it if they get there. But, yeah, a lot of great teams from West Texas. We've talked about it on our scoreboard show and on the coin toss with Lance Lonard mm-hmm. uh, that, that I do. Uh, we've, we have marveled at teams that have managed to go undefeated. That's such an accomplishment during the regular yeah. season. And even the one-loss and two-loss teams. Uh, Nick Long likes to point to those teams as well because even that is a is still a, a great mm-hmm. season. And I think we have a lot of teams uh, set to possibly um, you know, even make it as far as, as Arlington, AT&T Stadium. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's tough, but yeah. that's, uh, that's that sure is going to be fun to, to see how these teams do in the playoffs. And, and that's the thing. You've got to remember, these are just kids. You know, and so they're up and down, and different things affect them different ways. But for them to have that dedication, a lot of these kids started this journey in June, July. A lot of hard work. Yeah, Yeah. a lot Uh, of hard work. Coaches have been hard at work. uh, And, you know, we're one of the few states, most states play their state championship game this weekend and Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. It's over for them. We go up until. The weekend before Christmas, right before Christmas, you have a whole nother season here. And you know, and and it's such a great thing when teams go deep like that in communities. You know, they they uh, everybody. It's almost like a ghost town in some of these uh, smaller communities on a Friday night when your team's playing in a playoff game somewhere. <laughs> uh, and and I know Memphis is my alma mater, yeah, yeah, and yep. uh, that team you know won a state title yeah, back in several. the the nineties. And mm-hmm. uh, man, it was it is so fun. It, it, is. it is. There's it nothing is. quite like that. 
when a, a team is is going deep and has a chance to to do that and it, it, everybody gets involved it's it's such yeah. a fun thing and and that's the key like you said uh little becky's on the pep squad yeah uh, joey's in the band, in the band right know. Everybody has a place. You get that park. police escort yeah, out of town. Yeah, you know, that's right. That yeah. kind of thing. Oh man, gives it's you chills. Beautiful thing. Yeah. It is. So, uh, lots of exciting high school football action. Mike, tell them about the coin toss where they can find that. And of course, you and uh, Mr. Long and your. Tri- your it it was uh, fortunate for us to get you here at KGNC uh, with that Friday night light show. It, it is just if you want to dig into high school football. You've got to tune in Friday nights at 10, and these guys do such a great job. He has a network of people across the area that are there. They saw the game. They saw the kids. Uh, Mike gets out and sees a ton of them. So it, it is a great experience. Tell them about your, your stuff. Yeah, we have a, a Friday Night Live scoreboard show. It's a two-hour show from 10 to midnight every Friday. Unfortunately, our, our final one of the regular season is coming up this week. We do one playoff edition. And then the games get kind of scattered out mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, on Thursday, Friday, even some moving to Saturday. So it makes it a lot harder uh, the deeper we go into the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, it's we have a network of eight stations across West Texas and two uh, great ones right here in Amarillo, uh, you know, KGNC, AM, and, and uh, our FM as well. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I work with some great people, uh, two of the most enthusiastic people around in Nick Long and Lance Lonard. <laughs> and so, yeah, Nick Long, my co-host on the scoreboard show, Lance and I do the thing called the Coin Toss, which is our pregame show before our game broadcast on the Texas Panhandle Sports Network. And we do that every week. And Lance, obviously, just uh, filled with knowledge and delivers it like nobody else else uh, his excitement and enthusiasm so i'm just blessed to work with some great people and and we are definitely blessed to have found uh, you david and the, gr- the great people here at kgnc to get our scoreboard show back on the stations here in amarillo texas and that's kgnc that's it's a neat thing we're so happy to have you and uh, fortunate to have you here we look for a long and lasting relationship absolutely with that. Uh, you do such a great job highlighting the hard work of Thank these you. men and women uh who get these squads together, and uh, it's just, you know, it, we're thinking back, and it was just the first week. It was open. Uh-huh, week. yeah. Seems like yesterday. Just does. yesterday. Yep, I would does. say this is the fastest-moving 11 yeah, weeks or 12 is. weeks of the season, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, of the year. It uh, it's over in a blink, seems like. You know, we were just uh, sitting here uh, on a Thursday trying to figure out how we are going to do this, <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> uh, we, we put it together with gum and masking uh-huh. tape. and uh, Hope it works. Man, and, and, and it got to, it took off, and... And we just, you do a great job with it. It's a great show. Well, Check it you. out. And don't forget his network, the Panhandle Sports Network. Uh, check that out. It's a comprehensive look at high school football. If you want to know about the players, the coaches, this is the man. Mike Rodney does a great job. Thank you for coming in on in off the bench today. Well, thanks for having me. I definitely enjoyed it. Well, what we're going to do uh, maybe next week when we have that next round of playoffs, we might bring Mike in, sure. have him give us a little recap and take it all the way to the finals and see which of our area teams uh, can can run this gauntlet. Like you said, it's 12 weeks and then another six weeks. So you get another dose of uh, football action here in the Panhandle, West Texas. It'll be Christmas before we uh, know it because yeah. now we're into the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's it. a fun time of the year. That'd be a heck of a present under the tree, wouldn't you it? You betcha. State championship. There you go. Well, Mike, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime. Now, let's turn our uh, nose toward college football. Some strange things. And first off, 
I'm going to get on my soapbox. All right, uh, grab that soapbox soap from box. the closet. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll throw mm-hmm. it up here. You just climb on up. Do you need the megaphone? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Ready? We love good soapbox talk. Four score and two. No, that's wrong speech. Sorry about that. <laughs> wrong speech. Okay. BCS came out rankings uh, last yes. Tuesday. And we thought the norm, okay, Clemson's been number one. They lost some respect because they play in the ACC. They don't face, face a lot of opposition. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State's been a strong team. LSU, of course, Alabama. Georgia always has its neck around there. Well, when the BCS rankings come out, they're completely different from what everybody is thinking. Ohio State, who never got higher than number three before that poll, jumps up to the number one spot. LSU, who's had a great season, beat, beat some big teams. They beat Texas to open the season. They beat Georgia. They beat Florida. They're at the number two spot. I can live with that. Alabama pulled in at number three. No losses. Lost the national championship last year to Clemson. Number three, I can deal with that. Number four, is it Clemson, the reigning champion, undefeated? Well, it's a funny thing you mentioned that, David. No, it wasn't Clemson, was it? No. Was it the butler in the library with the knife? <laughs> no, that's Clue. Sorry, wrong game. That's a fun wrong game, game. That's I like the game. It's Penn State. Where did they come from? What? what? You put... You put this random, I don't even, I think the highest I saw him in the coaches poll before then was maybe eighth, and you just put him over the national champion, the defending national champion who whipped Alabama last year. Wasn't even what close. close. Wasn't even the ball Most game. lopsided national championship game I've wow. ever seen. In you got the wow. same quarterback and most of the same guys on the team from last year. And just because their conference sucks, which isn't their fault, no, no, you don't even put them in the top four. So if the season ended there, these 12 people in a room that, by the way, as we've mentioned before, are no more qualified than David or I or you listening at home or anybody else, and, and you put you knocked Clemson out of, uh, out of the – the playoffs wouldn't have been in the playoffs because if the season la- ended last week. Penn State, Penn Who, State, Penn State hasn't played anybody. Penn they State does the same anybody. thing Wisconsin does every year. Well, that's why we say the Big Ten is Ohio yes. State and everybody else is following because Penn State and Wisconsin every year they get tons of hype and mm-hmm. then they play uh, an actual ranked opponent. And then they lose. They get beat down. It happens the get same way down. every stinking year. They put Penn State at number four, drop Clemson down to the five spot. Well, guess what happened, Tex? <laughs> there were some great games that went on last weekend. Of course, the game of the century, LSU and Alabama. That was a good game. Now, the score was a lot closer than it actually yeah. was mm-hmm. because by halftime, LSU had blown out Alabama. Yeah, I thought it. I mean, that whole game, I never felt like LSU was in any any real danger. No. They won by six points, 41 47, but a great game. Uh, Penn State, the number four in the BCS (laughs) rankings, they take on that vicious traditional fighting power of the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The the who? Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) it. That's like naming a team, the, the, you know, the. 
Franciscan ferrets or something. Gopher? Yeah. Who cares and, about a gopher? You know, to their credit, Minnesota is undefeated They're on undefeated. the season. They're doing good, but uh, not who you think of as a traditional football powerhouse. Well, they went in and they put a shellacking on Penn State last week. Uh, and so that changed everything up. And as we look at the projected BCS polls for the next week, LSU climbs to the number one spot. I can see that. Ohio State locks in at number two. So Ohio State last week was number one. LSU number two. LSU beats Alabama. Ohio State beats Maryland 73 to 14. And they lose a spot. Go figure. Yeah. Clemson. Oh, who? The national champions? <laughs> Undefeated? <laughs> they, who are they? They get a little love. And they move up to number three. Good grief. Now, I talked about this two weeks ago, Caleb, when uh, Tua got hurt in Alabama. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, the smart play would be to let Tua rest, lose that game to LSU, let somebody else go to the SEC championship game, and you're still going to be ranked high enough off streets of schedule and reputation that Alabama's going to get in. Well, was it last year or two years ago? Two the years same ago. thing happened to Two them. years ago, they lost. Same yep. exact. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that would have yep. been the smart thing to do. Uh, and I think you're right. They're still, I think they're still going to go to the playoffs. Yep. I, I still, I do not understand. It feels like these, again, random mm-hmm. dozen people locked in a room somewhere. It seems like to me, again, that they, they don't understand no. the purpose of, of no. a college football championship playoff system. Right. The point is not to determine who's second best. The point is to determine who is the best team in the country. That's and all it, we want. It, I, I don't see how if you don't even win your conference championship, in Alabama's case now, they're probably not even going to win their division. No, no, they're not. Mm-mm. I don't see what the point is of leaving a team, putting a team into especially a four-team playoff system yeah. where one Power 5 team champion is going to get left out regardless. Yeah. I do not see the point of leaving another one out because you put in a team that couldn't even win their conference, yet they've got a shot at a national championship. It does not make any sense to me. This game has already been played. It's been played. I don't want to see LSU, Alabama in the national again. championship. You're going to see it again. again. One of the playoff games. This or... happened, what, 10 years ago? Two years ago, uh, Alabama loses the Iron Bowl to Auburn. Right. Auburn goes into the SEC, SEC championship against Georgia. Georgia beats them, mm-hmm. knocks Auburn out. That pulls Alabama back up. And... In the long run, Alabama won a national championship. And what year was it that Alabama lost to LSU, mm-hmm. played LSU in the national championship yeah. game? Yeah. yeah. And even though LSU beat Alabama, they, they lost to them in the national championship game. Wow. Alabama still wins the national championship. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I don't see why. What's the purpose? I, I don't see the purpose in this at all. We're not trying to find out, is Alabama the second best team in the mm-hmm. country? Because, yeah, they maybe they are. They're definitely one of the top three, I would say. But I, I, that doesn't. That's not what we're trying to determine no, here. We're trying to determine the best team in the nation. Why are we taking somebody with a shot out of that to throw in a team that we know yeah. is not the best team in the nation? Alabama, an incredible football dynasty. 
Nobody questions the work Nick Saban has done. No, 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 uh, no But no. they are not no. the best team this year. We They're know that. Not. Why They're do not. we know that? Because LSU just put That's a whipping on them. That's Vita. And, and you'll hear pundits say, well, they're the best one-loss team. Uh, well, SMU's the best one-loss. They've lost one game. Yeah. But isn't there two undefeated teams still in this top ten still going in Baylor and Minnesota? There you are. Know? And they're not getting any sort any of credit. Love. Any but love Alabama at all. is. And again, who cares what the best one-loss yeah, team is? Who cares, you know, man? These, there's tons of one-loss teams that don't play each other. You have no idea who's who better than who. Who they are. The best one-loss team is not the point if they're, if we're looking for the best team in the country. Yeah. Now, uh, Georgia stays at number five this week. Oregon from the Pac-12 moves up to number eight or number six, rather, Minnesota, with that undefeated record and that beating Penn State, moves up to number seven. Oklahoma, which lost a game they shouldn't have early against Kansas State, they're out of it. They're a one-loss team. They're out of it. It would take a miracle for them to get into the mm-hmm. Final Four. Unfair. It Utah, is. Utah, another Pac-12 team that'll fizzle out, probably get beat by UCLA this weekend. Probably. Baylor, the Big 12 squad, in there at number 10. That's going to be a monster matchup this week. That's mm-hmm. for the Big 12 title. But you know what's going to happen is Oklahoma could beat them and still face them in the title game. It's entirely possible, or it could go the other way around, which now we get into, again, we both feel like the Big 12 needs to go to divisions again. Yes. I have more teams. Yeah, get picked up, too. But they're too money-hungry to do that, yeah. apparently. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, and even I don't think uh, Baylor and OU uh, – it may not even matter who wins this game. Yeah. It may not matter who wins the Big 12 championship. It, Baylor could yeah, win out, and I think you're right. They're not going to get any respect no. because these 12 people, this I mean, height. freaking Condoleezza Rice is in that room. Don't get me wrong. No pro- love Condi. Love, love Condi. But what is she doing, to, doing deciding now? who goes to the She's national team? She's a fan. Team? I mean, She's a big football fan. And, uh, I mean, Tech's athletic director is on the board. See, it, I think that's a conflict of interest. That's right got to be a conflict of yeah, interest. I, think that's I a do not see how mm. in the world. Leave it up to the coaches' poll. If you want to leave it up to the coaches' poll, leave it up to the AP poll. Yep. Leave it up to a combination of the two. Go back to the BCS if you want to go back to the BCS. I'd rather have computers deciding what happens than this. Twelve random people, half of them have a conflict of interest, half of them are not qualified at all to make this decision. You're right. They go off of the eyeball test. If we're going to keep doing this whole four-team thing, uh, yeah, go back to the BCS computer Mm -hmm. model, whatever you want to go to, because... This is just this ridiculous. Work for me. This, this is not going to work for me. And you talked about uh, one of the issues with the Big 12 is Texas needs to give up that network. I hate to say it, but they, that's why teams that's, won't come to the Big 12, because you have the ACC network, you have the Big 10 network, you now have a Pac-12 network, uh, you have the SEC network. That's what the drove 12, off the Aggies. Yeah. Big 12, you have Texas network, and ESPN is just mm-hmm. a surrogate for all the rest of your games. You're going to have to tell UT, uh, you can either join the Big 12 network or you can stay out here by yourself. You yep. make that choice. You look at a team like Arkansas, who has fallen so far. Ooh, they yeah. got beat by Western Kentucky this weekend, <laughs> and their coach got fired on Monday morning. 
I would have fired him before he got on the bus Saturday. I would have saved him a trip. Why don't you just stay here? And, it, uh, yeah. That has been abysmal, especially for a team that tra- talked so much trash on the Big yeah. 12 last year. Yeah, yeah. And, and just nothing. Can't bust a grade. Just nothing. Can't bust a grade. And so Arkansas would be a welcome partner back to the Big 12. Uh, Colorado, we've talked about SMU coming back into mm-hmm. it. Uh, Houston. Houston could come back into it. There's some teams out there that we could pull in. Uh, they say, oh, you don't want Rice back there because they're not competitive. Okay, that's fine. Rice is, a, is, is the Ivy League of Texas. But you need two squads. You need two squads, one from the central time zone and one maybe from the mountain time zone. Yeah, and I know that people had talked about BYU, BYU. people had talked about Boise. Yeah. I don't I mean, you've got West Virginia, so what's the harm what's at the this difference? point? Where are you gonna hurt? I, I think after the way that things have gone for Nebraska, I think you could entice them back mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis was looked at yeah. as a possibility. Yeah. SMU mm-hmm. would love to get back, get back in. in there. Yeah. I think there's plenty of of opportunities, but they looked at it last year and what happened? Big Twelve said we don't want to split the money. We with don't split the money, and we don't want to give up the Big Twelve, and, uh, the uh, Longhorn Network. And the thing is, you're uh, you're giving up mm-hmm. the prize money for a national championship yeah. is really what you're doing because nobody gives any respect to a Big Twelve championship. No, We're seeing don't. it right now. They don't. They don't give any respect to it. They they doubt the defensive prowess of it. And mm-hmm. yeah, Oklahoma has been playing poor on defense. But when you can put up points like those Big 12 teams, when it comes to bowl season, you want them then, don't you? Oh, yeah, You want absolutely. that score on the bowl season, and don't you? what happens whenever we see teams like uh, whenever you put Alabama in yep. instead of a Big 12 or a Pac-12 championship? We've talked about it. It regionalizes the game. Yes. You don't get nearly yes. as good of viewings for the college yes. football playoffs as you right. do for the NFL playoffs. And they're – yeah, it's it's – the NFL, but still you could have much higher ratings if you included everybody. That's another reason that we advocate for an eight team playoff. Yes, yeah. Or even take it up to a thirty two team playoff, you know. Something. If you cut the season back, if you took a couple non conference games from these teams, mm-hmm. you could still put together a sixty four team playoff if you wanted to. You could put together you could use your conference uh championship as the first round of the playoffs. Absolutely, you could. You have to get the conference championship team be considered a part of this wheel. Yep. You know, uh, and take the the uh, mid the Western Conference, the Athletic Conference. You could take the American Conference, the Big Ten, Big Twelve, uh, the SEC, the ACC, and the Pac twelve. That's five. And then if you take the American the American Conference, that's six. One more conference, let's say the Boise, that Western Conference. Yeah. Throw them in there, and then take the mid majors. You know, sure. Throw them in there. I That's got no eight problem conferences, with that. Okay, sixteen teams right there in their championship games. Mm-hmm. That's the first round of the playoffs. There's the first round, and then you get through that. There's eight teams. You've got a team from each part of the country. Whoever wins. I don't think this is rocket science. I don't either. I don't either. It's going to have to change because it's, it's going to have to. It, it's it's making the end of the season. And and w- if you lose early, it's better than winning late. Right. You know, and, and it shouldn't be that way. And it comes down to, it really does come down to, uh, it's hitting people in the pocketbooks yeah, now, which, which we know. 
That shouldn't be how it works, but that's what fuels change. What feels. And it's mm-hmm. to the point that it's so regionalized that it is costing yeah. all parties yeah. involved money. Yeah. Like we're talking about, I mean, Pac-12, Big 12 probably aren't even going to get a shot right. at that national football mm-hmm. playoffs this year. Yep. They're not going to see that money. See Advertising dollars go down mm-hmm. for uh, ABC yep. and ESPN and yep. Disney, as we know, rules the world, rules so the they're world. not going to be too happy with that for yeah. very long. Yeah, I think you're right. It's going to have to change, and it's going to have to change soon. pretty soon. Soon. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing. Uh, last year's championship game was one of the lowest rated of all times. Uh, the rubber mm-hmm. game between Clemson and Alabama. Out, Clemson blew them away in the first quarter, and, and nobody watched. So you're going to have to change that real soon coming up this week uh big games probably michigan state and michigan square off let's see if harbaugh has really turned it around michigan state took a beating from illinois last week uh and boy they should be worried so that's going to be a big game notre dame continues their blues cruise uh they take on navy this week i hope the uh, midshipmen put it on them that should be good i think navy's only got one loss that's a big rivalry Mm -hmm. game for them always like to see the service academies do to do a great job David and I are still annoyed that Notre Dame hasn't joined a conference joined a because conference, Notre Dame. NBC is paying them too much money, and you know. So go Navy. <laughs> I, 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 here's my deal with that: if your basketball team's in the ACC, why not your football? Guess team? where your football team should be. I think that ought to be an NCAA regulation. Rule. Yeah, you can't split and divide. Well, because then you could say, well, Texas, you can play football in the Pac-12 and basketball in the Big 12. And there's teams that are doing stuff like that. And that's that's crazy. It's ridiculous. That's now. ridiculous. We've that got teams really that play in the American and the Big East. Yeah. What's the point in that? Why? Why is? Why is Notre Dame allowed to do this? To be an independent. Mm-hmm. But also being a conference. Being a conference. Because you want the benefit of that. T- that's how you get in the tournament. Yeah. Is your exactly. conference play. You want your that benefit. Your independent schedule in basketball doesn't count. Nobody cares. But when you play a conference, that counts. You get some good wins in conference, you can go to the sweet, uh, the 64 and, and fight yep. from there. Mm-hmm. Get in the conference, though, damn you jerks. Go Navy. <laughs> that's the only time you'll ever hear me say right. that. Well, uh, Clemson takes on Wake Forest. Texas uh, needs to rebound. They played good last week against Kansas State. They need to put it on Iowa State to get one of those New Year's Day bowls. Well, and you know that's the thing about uh, about the way that they're playing, mm-hmm. and and they've lost to they've yep. lost to a one loss team now, and they've lost to the team that's number one in the country. Right. They had a fluke week, but the, I think that's what that coaching staff has got to be pounding into their heads now. Hey, look! You're you've had a huff, a tough time, yep. but look at the teams you lost to. There you go. Two out of the three were really, really, really solid yeah. teams. We're in the top five. You you've still got nothing to be ashamed about this None season at all. Let's turn it around. Let's finish strong. And like you said, you might just find yourself in a New Year's Day bowl. There you go. Plan for it. Uh, Ohio State has a cakewalk against a team that shouldn't be in the Big Ten, Rutgers. Uh, <laughs> Iowa and Minnesota. Minnesota might in their uh, undefeated season this Could week. Be. Right Iowa's there. a decent team. Yeah, they are. And the big game of the week has got to go to the Big 12. Number 10, Oklahoma, will face off against Baylor on Saturday night. This is what we've all been waiting yeah. for all season long. Put Baylor, up shut up. I mean, Baylor really struggled against TCU, mm-hmm. but that's a rivalry game. I don't really take that into account as much. Right. 
Let's see how they do against OU. OU has been struggling. Yeah, lost, they got to beat Iowa State by one point. I mean, and that was only because Iowa State went for two instead yeah. of going to tie the game up. You think about if this was the era of not having overtime right. like things right. used to be, kick it and go in. I mean, tie. they they would have lost a yeah. win right there. Yep. They'd have had that one in the tie column on their record. So that killed them. Uh, OU kind of. They've had some some scrapes, and they yeah, need to get they get ready and turn it around because Baylor's got something they're shooting for. Yeah, they are. And unfortunately, I don't think they're going to get into the playoffs regardless of what they do. They could win out for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. and they just say, well, you didn't play anybody. Exactly. But I don't think it'll lift them. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, but they... You can't tell the these guys that. You you can't tell Baylor that. They don't believe that right now. They're playing with the purpose. They think we've got a shot at the national championship. Why not us? So Why not us? They're going to come in. OU's got a target on their backs yeah. for this one. Yeah, that's going to be a big ball game as we get ready to make that final stretch in the college season. Let's take a look at professional football. Uh, not a good week, especially if you're a Cowboy fan. <laughs> not at all. Uh, when you think they're going to get consistent and get going – the Cowboys uh, lose 28-24 uh, to the Vikings at home. Uh, never really were in, they weren't in control of this game. Uh, some, some poor plays. The running game wasn't there, but nobody mm-hmm. told the offensive coordinator that. And that led to some stupid play calling to lose this game when Dallas could have went in and, and, t- and took the lead late. And I can't entirely blame this. All on coaching, and uh, the Cowboys aren't the only ones dealing with this right now. The Rams are also really struggling in that. We saw how good the Rams were last year. No reason they shouldn't be good this year, but it seems like most of the problems, when, when we started the season out, we said, well, Witten is back. I mean, we've got really solid top-notch yeah. receivers. We've got Dak. We've got Zeke. And uh, the Cowboys were saying, yeah, I think this is the team that we're going to win a Super Bowl with. We've really got a shot this year. For us on the outside, you know, just watching the games, it seems like it's been a coaching problem. Yeah, yeah. It seems like there's been some bad play calling. Up and down. And, of course, injuries are always a bit of a factor in the NFL. But I I really think that the Cowboys should be a lot better – than they are. And, yeah. you know, we were saying last year, both of us, David, we were saying, don't everybody jump on Jason Garrett. No, no. You know, no. it's it's not always the coach's fault, and, and you got to find somebody to replace him. Yeah. Who are you going to get? Who's that, better? That's the whole problem. But Who's better? I, I think that uh, this team should have been better coached yeah. all season long. It's yeah. it, We've just seen too many times where it's been – Gosh, that was a stupid call. Why in the world did you call that play? Yeah, yeah. Why in the world didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? When you have third and four or three, there's no reason to throw a post pattern. Well, Get the first down. Throw to the sticks. Quit trying to win it all on one play. And the problem is you've got an offensive coordinator who was a really good quarterback yep. in his time, Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Great quarterback for Boise. Yep. Did a good job backing up for uh, Dallas. I think he would be a really good quarterbacks coach. I think he was a great quarterbacks coach. Yeah, I think he year. really helped Dak mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, uh, just seeing his improvement because Dak, I, th- I mean, watching him throw and He's the stuff that player. he does, he is an improved player. Yeah. A large part of that, I think, is because of Kellen Moore. But and Armari Cooper. Yep, I think that helps a lot too. But the the thing about it is, 
you've got an offensive coordinator. This is his first year. Yeah. He's yeah. learning still. Yeah. You can't expect Kellen Moore yeah, to be, be perfect. an NFL caliber yeah. offensive coordinator, but you're trying to do that. He's trying to learn with a team that is expecting to go deep in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. tough. That's, that's not a recipe for Very success. Tough. Very tough. So, uh, disappointing for the week for the Cowboys. Uh, the Raiders beat the Chargers. The Saints, I don't know what they were thinking. Atlanta, oh. one win, Atlanta blew out the Saints 26 to 9. The Chiefs have been reeling. Uh, before Pat Mahomes got hurt, through his injury, they just gave up a, a slim victory to Tennessee uh, on Sunday. The Ravens keep rolling. Lamar Jackson looked great in the 49-13 win over the Bengals. Uh, the Browns, I guess the Bills are coming back down to earth uh, after their great uh, start. They were beat by Cleveland 16-19. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Cardinals. The Bears put it down on the Lions. Uh, Matt Stafford looks like he's gone for the season for Detroit. Always an underachieving program. Yep. Uh, the Colts are going through some changes. They were on a nice streak. Dolphins beat them. Uh, Dolphins have picked up two wins. <laughs> two wins. Yeah, Look at that. two wins. Didn't know if that was going to happen Didn't about midway through the season. Now the one and two draft picks could be the Giants and the Redskins. Can you imagine that? Wow. How about that? And the, I mean, going back to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. too, you think about uh, it's it's so hard to find consistency for yeah. every team in the yeah. NFL. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is back. He throws four hundred some yards, what three touchdowns, I think, and they still win the game to or still lose the game to the Titans. Trying to kick a, a, a field goal, and it was a miscommunication between the holder and the snapper. Snaps the ball early, and then the holder stands up and throws the football. So they get an intentional grounding penalty, loss of down, and you give them the ball at the forty. And it's so it's so ridiculous. You you can't you can't script it right. But how much more do you ask of your offense? Yeah. They scored thirty two points. Yeah. Your quarterback threw for four hundred yards. Uh, somebody got to play some defense to stop somebody. Don't get me wrong. I like Ryan Tannehill, yeah. and I think he is a good quarterback. Uh, Maybe he's turned into a bit of a journeyman quarterback. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, at some point you got to go look, guys. This is the Titans. They shouldn't be beating should be this defense they like be that. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah, this shouldn't be an issue. And yeah. it just they never put them away. Right, they let them stick around. You're 100 percent correct. Consistency on that. is so tough to find in, in the, the NFL. NFL. Yeah, it is week to week. The Packers beat the Panthers. Another team that's reeling like the Chiefs, the Rams. Last year's Super mm-hmm. Bowl contenders. Pittsburgh has come up. Uh, they've had a rough year. Lots of players lost due backup to backup quarterback going now. out. Yeah, backup quarterbacks in, and uh, the Rams uh, not playing well. Jared Goff. You've got uh, running back in Todd Gurley, who's your you're paying a ton of money to. I mean, that ought to be. I thought that really looked like the Cowboys yeah. of the West because yeah. Goff was so great. Yeah, came Start the him. season yeah. out. Last season was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a really strong running back. The offensive line was really good. Mm-hmm. It the, saw it on defense. The best player in Donaldson on defense yeah. in the league. Yeah, And, boy, it's like somebody pulled the rug out from underneath Boom. them. It kind of seems like uh, Green Bay was last year. Exactly. Just out Just, of nowhere, suddenly something happens and, and everything now, falls apart. Yeah, it all falls apart. It's yeah. such a momentum sport. But, it is. Uh, at some point, yeah, you got to say, look, guys, what do we have to do here? We got to turn this around somehow. What do we? What do we have to do? Yeah, 
The only undefeated team in the league, I, I stayed up and watched this game for a bit, and I'll tell you about that. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks took out the 49ers on Monday Night Football. No more undefeated teams, so the Dolphins can crack out their champagne now. Uh, <laughs> their record is safe. But I'm watching this game, and 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 the Rams, uh, the 49ers score and go up, and it's three or four minutes left, and uh, the, they get the ball, the Seahawks get the ball, and they start a drive, and Russell Wilson throws a silly interception in field goal range to close this ball game out. The linebacker returns it to within yards of field goal range. The 49ers come out, and Jimmy G, they're saying Oh, we hear all about Jimmy G. Yeah, and he's a, and that's the main question mark on that team is Jimmy G. And sure enough, they do nothing with the ball, and the kicker comes out and doinks it. Boom. So we go to overtime. And in overtime, uh, after one uh, a drive by, uh, I think it was uh, the Seahawks, Rams get the ball, get a chance to drive, don't come up with any points. Russell Wilson sets him up on a nice run for a field goal. The, everybody's on the 49ers bandwagon. I'm going to put it on record right now. I think the Rams will turn it on. I think Seattle will win that division. I don't think 49ers are making the playoffs. I think you're right. We just haven't seen the 49ers be that consistent since they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Something happened there, and they just dropped yeah. off. They dropped yeah. off the face of the earth. We have not seen that level of consistency since. What they've done, it's impressive, yes. but they haven't done it against very Anybody tough good. opponents. Yeah. Rams, I think you're right. I think Rams are going to turn it around. That's part of being a, as good a team as I think the Rams are. Like I said, at some point, you got to say, what do we have to do? At some point, you're going to flip that switch. We're going to yeah. get things back in gear. And once it does, I think you're right. I think the Rams will, are going to take off. The Seahawks are another good team yeah. again. They're yeah. always pretty good. There. Yeah. You can count on them to be there. And, I, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me a bit if the 49ers – don't make the Super Bowl. I think they're overrated I, yeah, it, if they don't make the playoffs. And I'll tell you, last night proved one thing. Your weak spot is your quarterback. Yeah. And that that's a glaring weakness, and people will exploit it. Coming up this week, we've got the Steelers and the Browns facing off, the Jets and the Redskins, and who's going to get the draft pick game? Uh, Colts and Jaguars <laughs> wear off, the Bills and Dolphins, Cowboys go to Detroit. Let's see if they can get back on a winning path. They still lead that division by a hair over mm-hmm. Philly. The Texans and Ravens, the Texans coming off a bye week. Uh, the Panthers and Falcons. Saints and Buccaneers, I, you can believe Drew Brees and those boys after a disappointing week against Atlanta are going to blow up. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings and Broncos play. Cardinals and 49ers. The Eagles take on the Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. This is what will keep Dallas at the top of that division. Yeah. This week is that game. Uh, the Bengals and Raiders square off. The Bears and Rams. The Chiefs and Chargers on Monday Night Football. Let's see if Mahomes and the Chiefs can turn around. They're in jeopardy of not making the playoffs if they keep going. They are. Didn't yeah. think that was going to happen to start the season exactly. off. Exactly. You, uh, you think maybe this kind of seems like a turning week to me. Yeah. It with, is a big week. With, you know, Bears aren't what they were last no, year. No. This could be where the Rams turn it around. Yeah. Uh, I think this could be where the Cowboys solidify, like you said, with the Patriots playing mm-hmm. Philly. Uh, Philly could very easily drop that game. Take this a step. seems like a game that the Cowboys should win against yeah. the Lions, especially should, now that Stra- Stafford's out. Yeah. 
Texans coming out against the Ravens. Texans have really struggled for uh, consistency. And Lamar Jackson coming off that win against New mm-hmm. England. And then last week, they looked like world beaters. So. Tough, tough team. So yeah. I think uh, I think this is one. So often we see it come down to a game or two whenever it's playoff time yep. in the NFL. These are the games that you got to put up or shut up for. You're right, Caleb. Champions are made in November. That's right. And that's what's about to happen. We're getting ready to have a slew of games with those Thanksgiving games on the horizon. So it'll be football crazy, college coming down to the bowl games. Of course, the high school teams are in the playoffs. You can check out all the scores for high school on 806 Scores. And don't forget about Friday Night Lights with Nick Long and Mike Roden. 10 o'clock Friday night right here on KGNC. Uh, We'll have more scores for you next week right here on our show. You can check it out. We're going to be on Sunday morning again. Uh, So before the NFL kicks off, tune in to KGNC 97.5, 710 a.m. And hear podcasts, and we'll talk about everything going on. Yeah, and if you're listening to the Sunday edition of the podcast, Got to say, uh, we got to give some credit to Tom from, of course, Tom Talk Baseball, yes. where you hear a familiar voice there on that go. podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom really took a step forward on getting podcasts everywhere, yes. and we are all over the place yes, now. So if you like to listen, if you've got an iPhone, you like to listen on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you like to listen on uh, Samsung, you can you can do that. We're on, on there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google Podcasts. Yep. And we're on Spotify. If you like to, so many people are on Spotify now. Yeah, uh, just look up in off the bench, and you'll find us there. I, I guarantee it. We're all over the place now, and it's really easier than ever. Yes. to listen to the podcast. So if you like what you're hearing on Sunday, hey, go check us out. You can get the podcast, the full version of the podcast, because we have to trim it down yeah, for Sundays. For this, yeah, um, you can listen to the whole thing. Uh, usually we put those out Wednesday or Thursday, yes, and uh, you can, of course, always look there at KGNCnewsnow.com, and there's a little podcast section, or just find us on Facebook, yeah. and Off the Bench, yeah. and we've got it all up there, too. All right. Well, Caleb, great week of football. Let's get ready for this next one. Enjoy some football. Those high school kids are probably putting it on the field one last time. College is coming down to crunch time, and the NFL is getting interesting. And speaking of crunch time for college, Looking like uh, WT might have an outside shot yes. of getting to the playoffs this yes. week, but it could be their last week. I'm looking forward to that game Saturday yeah. against Midwestern. Midwestern is five and five. WT seven and three now. They're playing at Kimbrough two o'clock. Uh, not so, sorry, not Kimbrough anymore. Yeah, so yeah. used to that Buffalo Stadium. Yep. 2 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. That looks like that could be a really fun game against. Midwestern, which has become quite a, a fun rivalry. That, I, I was about to say they're five and five, but they're going to come ready to spoil. Oh, absolutely! That uh, yeah, what are they? The two eighty seven showdown or yep. whatever they call it. Those schools have done a great job of making that a big deal and and making that something fun for the players and the fans. So go check out that game uh, yeah. on Saturday afternoon. That's a good way to spend. And it looks like it's going to be a nice pretty day. nice, pretty yeah. nice weather for yeah. uh, for some. Some high school playoff football on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and maybe WT's last game of the season Let's hope on not. Saturday. Let's, Let's hope see if they not. Turn it around. Well, hey, it's been great hanging out with you, talking football. Check us out. Come join us again next week, right here. I'm David Lovejoy. I'm Caleb Collins, and we have been in off the bench. <laughs>